Today is the 18th of October 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. And let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. We always start each episode with our opening prayer. So why be different? Let's start today's episode with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? King of heaven and righteous Father, your children are here today in your name. We are called to serve in your name. We dedicate our lives to serving, praising and worshipping you. Our purpose on earth is to know you. So fill us with your overwhelming joy and give us strength through you. Go with us, Lord, and bless us today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to get us a sense of where God is and to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about the book of Nahum. We actually read the entire book of Nahum. And James talks about faith and deeds. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? 
Father, you are a God of grace, a God of love, a God who does not want to leave us alone outside. So you've given us scripture to guide us to you. So, Father, use us today like a map. Instruct us today through its words. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the New International Version. And we begin with Nahum 1. A prophecy concerning Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum the Elkishite. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his foes and vents his wrath against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger but great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is in the whirlwind and the storm, and clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and it dries up. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither, and the blossoms of Lebanon fade. The mountains quake before him and the hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence, the world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured out like fire. The rocks are shattered before him. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him, but with an overwhelming flood he will make an end of Nineveh. He will pursue his foes into the realm of darkness. Whatever they plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Trouble will not come a second time. They will be entangled among thorns and drunk from their wine. They will be consumed like dry stubble. From you, Nineveh, has one come forth who plots evil against the Lord and devises wicked plans. This is what the Lord says. Although they have allies and are numerous, they will be destroyed and pass away. Although I have afflicted you, Judah, I will afflict you no more. Now I will break their yoke from your neck and tear your shackles away. The Lord has given a command concerning you, Nineveh. You will have no descendants to bear your name. I will destroy the images and idols that are in the temple of your gods. I will prepare your grave, for you are vile. Look, there on the mountains, the feet of one who brings good news, who proclaims peace. Celebrate your festivals, Judah, and fulfill your vows. No more will the wicked invade you, they will be completely destroyed. An attacker advances against you, Nineveh. Guard the fortress. Watch the road. Brace yourselves. Marshal all your strength. The Lord will restore the splendor of Jacob like the splendor of Israel, though destroyers have laid them waste and ruined their vines. The shields of the soldiers are red. The warriors are clad in scarlet. The metal on the chariots flashes on the day that they were made ready. The spears of juniper are brandished. The chariots storm through the streets, rushing back and forth through the squares. They look like flaming torches, they dart about like lightning. Nineveh summons her picked troops, but they stumble on their way. They dash to the city wall, the protective shield is put in place. The river gates are thrown open and the palace collapses. It is decreed that Nineveh be exiled and carried away. 
Her female slaves moan like doves and beat on their breasts. Nineveh is like a pool whose water is draining away. Stop, stop, they cry, but no one turns back. Plunder the gold, plunder the silver. The supply is endless, the wealth from all its treasures. She is pillaged, plundered, stripped. Hearts melt, knees give way. Bodies tremble, every face grows pale. Where now is the lion's den, the place where they fed their young, where the lion and lioness went, and the cubs with nothing to fear? The lion killed enough for his cubs, and strangled the prey for his mate, filling their lairs with the kill and his dens with their prey. I am against you, declares the Almighty. I will burn up your chariots and smoke, and the sword will devour your young lions. I will leave you no prey on the earth. The voices of your messengers will no longer be heard. Woe to the city of blood, full of lies, full of plunder, never without victims. The crack of whips, the clatter of wheels, galloping horses and jolting chariots, charging cavalry, flashing swords and glittering spears. Many casualties, piles of dead, bodies without number, people stumbling over the corpses, all because of the wanton lust of a prostitute, alluring, the mistress of sorcerers, who enslaved nations by her prostitution and people by her witchcraft. I am against you, declares the Lord Almighty. I will lift your skirts over your face. I will show the nations your nakedness and the kingdoms your shame. I will pelt you with filth. I will treat you with contempt and make you a spectacle. All who see you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is in ruins. Who will mourn for her? Where can I find anyone to comfort you? Are you better than Thebes situated on the Nile with water around her? The river was her defense. The waters her wall. Cush and Egypt were her boundless strength. Put and Libya were among her allies. Yet she was taken into captive and went into exile. Her infants were dashed to pieces at every street corner. Lots were cast for her nobles, and all her great men were put in chains. You too will become drunk. You will go into hiding and seek refuge from the enemies. All your fortresses are like fig trees for their first ripe fruit. When they are shaken, the figs fall into the mouth of the eater. Look at your troops. They are all weaklings. The gates of your land are wide open to your enemies. Fire has consumed the bars of your gates. Draw water for the siege. Strengthen your defences. Work the clay, tread the mortar, repair the brickwork. There the fire will consume you. The sword will cut you down. They will devour you like a swarm of locusts. Multiply like grasshoppers. Multiply like locusts. You have increased the number of your merchants, till they are more numerous stars in the sky but like locusts they strip the land and then fly away. Your guards are like locusts, your officials like swarms of locusts that settle in the walls on a cold day, and when the sun appears they fly away and no one knows where. King of Assyria, your shepherds slumber, your nobles lie down to rest, your people are scattered on the mountains with no one to gather them. Nothing can heal you, your wound is fatal. 
All who hear the news about you clap their hands at your fall, for who has not felt your endless cruelty? James 2 My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes to your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there, or sit at the floor by my feet, have you not discriminated amongst yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has God not chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith? and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. But whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, You shall not commit adultery, also said, You shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes or daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that, and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Psalm 73 A Psalm of Asaph Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my foot had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my stronghold, when I envied the arrogant, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from common human burdens. They are not plagued by human ills. Therefore pride is their necklace. They close themselves with violence. 
From their callous hearts comes iniquity. Their evil imaginations have no limits. They scoff and speak with malice. With arrogance they threaten oppression. Their tongues lay claim to heaven, and their mouths take possession of the earth. Therefore their people turn to them and drink up waters in abundance. They say, How would God know? Does the Most High God know anything? This is what the wicked are like, always free of care. They go on amassing wealth. Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure, and have washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been afflicted, and every morning brings new punishments. If I had spoken out like this, I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply, till I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. Surely you place them on a slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terrors? They are like a dream when one awakes. When you arise, Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterwards you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire beside you. My flesh and heart will fail. But God is the strength of my heart, and my portion for ever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day.
before we say our prayer for today, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. Check the show notes for the details. There are links in the show notes, and if you click the links, they'll take you to wherever you need to go. Drop us a line. We really do want to pray with you. Let's pray, shall we? Just a mustard seed, you said. Just a mustard seed of faith to remove the mountain of doubts and difficulties that beset our often frail existence. We readily confess, Lord Jesus, that there are times when we reach out, seemingly in vain, for that mustard seed. And yet, if we did but think for a moment in that very act of reaching out, we reveal the presence of the very seed that we seek. Lord Jesus, we have faith in your power to heal, but lack the self-confidence to ask. We have faith in your ability to mend broken hearts, but lack the experience in our own lives. We have faith in your power to bring wholeness into lives that are incomplete, but hesitate to trouble you with our prayers. We are like children, Lord Jesus, standing in awe of your power and love, afraid to ask that which we know is possible because we are afraid of the consequences of our asking. Lord Jesus, accept the mustard seed that we hold out to you, hearts outstretched. Take it and the prayers that we offer and grant us the grace to accept that our prayers are heard and answered at the moment of asking by a God who knows our incompleteness. And Lord, we know that you are working to make us whole. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You have been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, then please visit www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube as well as Radio.com. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.